Alright folks, and welcome aboard Thursday Night Edition Philip Ward Show. As far as the Joe Unity Biden regime goes, 1,172 days left to go. And I want to sort of stay on this topic of unity for a second here. Because what happened on Tuesday will only revitalize this Republican Party right now. And Donald Trump always spoke about, you know, there's always going to be Republicans that were out there, the rhino Republicans in the party that didn't like Donald Trump, didn't like his style, didn't like how he actually attacked the media back after they would attack him and the way that they treat Republicans, those rhinos in the party just absolutely love it. But he always spoke about unity through success. Well, as far as the Democratic Party goes, compare that to a Republican Party who just got uh, huge wins on Tuesday in Virginia, a state that Joe Biden won by 10 points, not 12 months ago. Then as far as New Jersey goes, you know, they came, I think it's still like within a point or two right now with um, Governor Murphy and uh, Jack Citarelli. And again, a, a state that Joe won Virginia by 10, he won New Jersey by 15. You know, I think that, and, and I want to believe this, that we're going to start seeing unity in the Republican Party. I, I, I truly want to see that. And, and, and I have, I'm skeptical about it, though, because the Republican Party will always, there will always be a few of them that will let you down. Remember, this is still a party that includes Mitt Romney, Pierre Delicto. And then uh, you take your pick, Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger, you know, Ben Sass, these kind of people. They still, you know, dwell in the Republican Party. But as far as the Democrats go, I mean, my goodness. So what the Democrats have been trying to doing been trying to do for the past few days is is find where it all went wrong. They're trying to diagnose the problem in their party why did we lose on tuesday well it's hilarious to me it actually is very comical to see where the moderate democrats and i always speak about the old democrats and and where they are compared to where the new democrats are remember now this is a party that if they're not careful they are going to be overtaken overrun by social these radical leftist socialists that are in their party the aocs of the world uh rashida talib and islam omar ayanna presley uh, these kind of people, uh, cory bush as well uh bernie sanders in the senate i mean who's all uh, this guy he is such an evil coward communist Th those are the three best words to describe this son of a gun i mean think about bernie sanders right not only in 2016 did the Democratic Party screw him out of the nomination with Hillary Clinton? Oh, 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 and by the way, folks, let me get it for We have news about um, uh, John Durham and his investigation, sort of his investigation into the investigators. I'll give you the headline here because this is bad news. Talking about 2016 for Hillary Rotten Clinton. Headline, Durham charges steal 
dossier subsource. If you remember the steel dossier, remember we heard for three to four long years that it was Donald Trump who colluded with Russia in order to steal an election. Well, it was actually Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton who devised a plan, this plot, to make it look like Trump was colluding with Russia when, oh, no, no. It was actually Hillary Rotten Clinton. Um, So Durham uh, federal agents arrested the subsource. By the way, this subsource, and you might have heard this name before on this program, Igor Danchenko. Now, we've gone through his history before and how he was part of the Brookings Institution, which is a Democrat think tank, and how he wrote a paper back in 2010 about one step forward, two steps back, the realities of a rising China and implications for, you guessed it, Russia's energy ambitions. And by the way, if you're Igor Danchenko, right now, as far as what Joe Biden's doing with energy um, and, and oil and gas, and as far as Keystone XL pipeline, first day, nope. All right, we got to get rid of that. No, 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 that's no good for the environment. Oh, there's going to be 11,000 American jobs lost? Well, well, we'll just give them green new jobs. Well, it is now November, and there are still no green new jobs. Yet another lie from this administration. But Danchenko will be pleased with Biden. This guy absolutely loves Russia, kind of like Joe Unity Biden himself. And as far as the Nord Stream pipeline, well, Joe, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wave a few sanctions on Vladimir Putin. And then remember, Joe goes and talks to Vladimir Putin and says, ah, ah, Vlad, Vlad, man, there are 16 things that uh, you, you, you can't touch. You, you can't touch these 16 things. Oh, anything else? No. Anything goes on those, but those 16 things, Vlad, you know, if you could keep your hands off that, that'd be great, right? And um, so we'll get to that a little later on in the program. But as far as the new Democrats and the old Democrats go, well, AOC, she thinks that she knows why Terry McAuliffe is, no, is not going to be governor-elect in the state of Virginia. I'll give you the headline here. AOC says McAuliffe lost Virginia because of, listen now, super-moderated campaign. So AOC believes Tara McAuliffe and his campaign lost the governorship, uh, the governor's election on Tuesday because he was way too moderate, man. Come on, man. What are you, a junkie? You got to get on board with the radical leftist socialists. Progressive Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez blamed the Democratic loss in Virginia's gubernatorial election on Terry McAuliffe, <laughs> listen to this, failing to energize a progressive base through his 100% super moderated campaign. Now, AOC was on the Instagram yesterday, posting an Instagram story and saying, on the election front, I actually think we have good news as well. Uh, I know that Virginia was a huge, but by the way, did, did, did anyone see AOC's video? I think this was last week when this baby resurfaced and she was like, um, I like Bernie and he makes me happy. Oh, I, what? Huh? 
I mean, that, that was super weird, to say the least. Anyway, AOC yesterday saying, though, I actually think we have good news as well. I know Virginia was a huge bummer, and honestly, if anything, I think that the results show the limits of trying to run a fully 100% super moderated campaign that does not excite, speak to, or energize a progressive base. How dare you, Cherry? How dare you, Cherry McAuliffe, not speak to the quote, progressive base by the way i i couldn't put it in in any better terms about what what this country is what what i believe the country is and joe manchin actually i agree with him today because he he sort of mansions like one of those old you know pro-union jfk type democrats which which are very you know scarce at this point in time even joe unity biden oh baby he is bought and paid for by the radical left but but Manchin actually gets, and I'll get to his comments in a second here. And by the way, Joe Manchin, uh, Congresswoman Spanberger from Virginia, James Carville, they all, they all are, they sort, they understand politics in America, not the way that AOC and 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 it seems as though Joe Biden has has grown into this as well, not the way that the socialists look at it, but. They actually get it. I'll get to them in a second. Here's another headline, though, before we get off the topic of AOC, because here's a headline for you. AOC and the squad. Now, remember, the squad includes Rashida Tlaib from Michigan. She say we're going to impeach that mother effer when it comes to Donald Trump. And then you have the Ayanna Presley, who is still bald. She cut her hair, looks like an egg. Now, why? I don't know social justice or or, or something like that. Take your pick. Racism. Hair must be racist or, or something like that. Those wackos. And then on top of that, you got Islam, marry my own brother, Omar. That's the squad that we're talking about when you hear um the squad. So members of the squad, well, they didn't respond when asked to comment on the historic Virginia election of Winsome Sears. Winsome Sears who is the lieutenant governor-elect in Virginia, will be the first woman lieutenant governor, the first black woman elected statewide, and the first naturalized citizen to hold the position. Now, you think that, you know, they're, they're so big on minorities and minority success in this country. And, and by the way, here you have a mainstream meeting in a Democratic Party blaming white supremacy. For what happened on Tuesday in Virginia. How can white supremacy elect the first black woman to be lieutenant governor of Virginia? How can white supremacy do that? I, I will never know. Anyway, so Fox News reached out to the press secretaries of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Rashida Tlaib, Cori Bush, Ayanna Presley, as well as Islam Omar's chief of staff, requesting comment on Sears's win. None of them. Not a single one responded to any requests. None. Now, James Carville yesterday, quote, blaming stupid wokeness for Democratic losses. So Democratic po uh, political strategist James, Car James Carville, by the way, for those of you unfamiliar with him, he's this bald Rush Limbaugh used to refer to him as serpent head. Uh, just 
weird looking dude kind of looks like 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 a, the tip of a finger actually very odd kind of fella um but he was a big clinton guy back in the day as they say so he was on pbs news hour with uh judy woodruff and she asks james carville what went wrong for the democratic party in the virginia gubernatorial race in which republican glenn youngkin beat former governor terry mcauliffe carville saying quote well what went wrong is just stupid wokeness don't just look at virginia and new jersey look at long island look at buffalo look at minneapolis even look at seattle washington i mean this defund the police lunacy this take abraham lincoln's name off of schools i mean that people see that james carville said by the way james carville who was lsu big louisiana guy it's just really has a suppressive effect all across the country on democrats some of these people they, they need to go to a woke detox center or something carville says he said they they expressing a language that that people don't use and there's backlash and a frustration at that carville saying so he's and by the way this isn't the first time he's talked about quote stupid wokeness earlier in the year he, he was on vox and said quote wokeness is a problem everyone knows it it's hard to talk to anybody today and i talk to lots of people in the democratic party who doesn't say this but they don't want to say it out loud is what carville is blaming for the democrats losses now joe manchin who who may be the sanest democrat around and then that's hard to find again the sane democrat it ain't easy but manchin today was on propaganda news cnn and this is his quote he says i believe that president biden so uh this congresswoman abigail uh uh spanner uh is her name so she said that what she was uh what voters excuse me expected from biden to fulfill the mission voters elected him to do quote be normal and stop the chaos so so that's what she's basically saying or excuse me abigail um uh it's not spanner as it's written on abigail spanberger um is her name so this is what uh mansion's response to that was he says i i think he can do that i believe in president biden i still do he's a good per now i gotta disagree there joe biden's a good person nah joe sorry joe biden is a communist at this point he says he's here for uh, i can't agree with that either he's here for the right reason oh boy we have to work together come on now mansion give me something good we can't go too far left there we go back on track here joe mansion says this is not a center left or a left country oh well joe i easy keep that down don't let the other democrats hear you say that he says this he says that's being shown and we ought to be able to recognize that all my friends on the left are progressive or liberals whatever i said i'm not i always say that i'm a responsible west virginia democrat he says we are as far as the country goes we are a center if anything a little center right country and oh my god joe manchin that i, I that is 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 what we try to do on the philip ward show every single night is let you know 
as far as conservatives go, we are a majority in this country. The country is absolutely right. The country, country is center-right. The country is made up of conservatives and conservative values. It's not this liberal, progressive, mumble-jumble, you know, womb to the tomb, cradle to the grave. They, they, they want everything free, free, free. That is not how the majority of this country thinks. It's truly not. Manchin actually gets it. Uh, also, uh, the congresswoman in Virginia. Now, remember, she was the Democrat that said uh, in this uh, post-2020 election call, no one should ever say defund the police ever again. And, and she's right. Looking at the results and what we went over last night on the Philip Ward Show, how we spoke about how up and down the country, I mean, even in Seattle, just made up of liberals in rain. The defund the police candidate. No, no, no. Here in Buffalo, we had an open socialist, India Walton, man. And she was saying she wanted to defund the police. Literally, it was on her website. And she got destroyed by Mayor right down Byron Brown. Got himself a huge W on Tuesday. Uh, so anyway, uh, the congresswoman from Virginia has it absolutely right. She said this to the New York Slimes. Democrats were so willing to take seriously a global pandemic, but were not willing to say, yeah, uh, inflation is a problem. Supply chain is a problem. We don't have enough workers in our workforce. We gloss over that and only like to admit the problems in spaces we dominate. She said this, Biden must not forget that many, for many voters, his mandate was quite limited. Remove former President Donald J. Trump from their television screens and to make American life ordinary again. She says, quote, nobody elected him to be FDR. They elected him to be normal and stop the chaos. And folks, let me give you a headline here. You think this is, is, is normal? You think this isn't chaotic at all? This is just today. Now remember, yesterday, Joe Biden. He was being asked by Peter Ducey, only guy who's ever going to hold him accountable for anything, of Fox News. He asked him, is this report that the Wall Street Journal reported that the Biden administration was going to pay illegal aliens $450,000? Is there truth to this report? Here's that. Now, remember, Joe called it garbage just yesterday. Well, today, let me give you the headline. The White House saying Biden is, quote, perfectly comfortable with the DOJ settling with illegal migrants separated at the border. The White House today, say, and by the way, this was White House Deputy Press Secretary uh, Karine Jean-Pierre saying Biden's perfectly comfortable with these payments going out to illegal aliens. Peter Ducey asked Biden yesterday again that reports that the administration Offering up to $450,000 to illegal aliens are garbage and are not going to happen. Those are Joe's words. That's what he said. Well, during the briefing today, Ducey, and remember, the ACLU, the, the backlash on Joe, almost immediate. They were not happy with Joe. Now, Ducey asked Jean-Pierre to address a statement from ACLU Executive Director Anthony Romero, who said after Biden's denial, that the president, quote, 
may not be fully briefed about the actions of his very own Justice Department as it is carefully deliberated and considered the crimes committed against thousands of families separated from their children as an intentional governmental policy. Now, Jean-Pierre says this, if it saves taxpayer dollars and puts the disastrous history of the previous administration's use of zero tolerance and family separation behind us, well, the president is perfectly comfortable with the DOJ settling with individuals and families who are currently in litigation with the U.S. government. So, in other words, folks, yeah, that that's fine. That's going to happen. She's literally saying Joe is perfectly comfortable with all of this happening. So my question, on top of why we're paying illegal aliens $450,000 in the first place, that should be the question on everyone's mind, is why does Joe Biden not know that this is happening? He's literally calling it garbage just a day later. The White House press uh, deputy, press secretary, having to walk it back. By the way, Jen Psaki's been out. She's got COVID, uh, so we hear. How about this? It, it doesn't get any better for this Biden administration. Headline today, China. Now, you think we'd, we, we'd be worried about China, right? Who poses the greatest threat to our country ain't climate change. I, I, I hate, to, hate to burst your bubble, Joe. But China, quote, mocking powerless Biden over climate summit apology folks it's why we talked about it on this program as soon as joe biden apologized for the united states just like barack hussein used to do i knew it was going to be trouble folks i've seen this story play out before china has taken president biden's comments in the glasgow climate summit as a chance to mock the president as quote powerless joe and quote I guess I, I I shouldn't apologize, but I do apologize for the fact that that the that the United States under the the, the last administration pulled out of the of, of the Paris Agreement. That that kind of put us behind the eight ball a bit. Beijing, backed news outlet the Global Times, published a piece the following day ridiculing Biden's noble apology. The report highlighted. The discord between American voters, noting some comments online from uh, netizens who cannot wait until 2024 when the Republican Party, or even Donald Trump himself, apologizes for Biden's apology. The report attempts to highlight the more controversial side of the climate change discussion. Oh, by the way, have you, as far as climate change goes, have you seen uh, uh, Greta what Thorn Thornburg or whatever Greta Thornburg, the little girl with Aspergers who keeps screaming and shouting about climate change and now just keeps saying blah blah blah. I mean, she actually doesn't know anything about climate change. She, I think, I think she's. Yeah, by the way, God bless her parents. I mean, exploiting a little girl who who, who has a, a mental a disease, Aspergers syndrome. You know, really? Well, let's let's exploit her. So we can get paid a lot of money and we can make her look like an idiot who just keeps saying blah, blah, blah. Don't believe me. You can look it up yourself. That's what she says now. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so the report attempts to highlight the more controversial side of the climate change discussion in the U.S. and played up the differences between Biden 
and former President Donald Trump. Zhu Liang, an associate professor of, at the School of International Relations of the Beijing International Study University, claimed that such displays by American leaders showed the, quote, declining U.S. And, and, and folks, I mean, right now, crisis after crisis, how could you say we're not declining as a country? Um, now, I, I spoke about this a little earlier, too. Uh, Igor Danchenko, uh, federal agents arrested the primary subsource, who is Igor Danchenko, who contributed to the unverified, member, unverified anti-Trump dossier. Remember, the FBI ran with this. The FBI used this to get a FISA warrant to spy on the Trump campaign. Remember, folks, it was all Hillary Clinton, Danchenko, believed to be the subsource for former British intelligence officer Christopher Steele, who compiled the dossier, served as the basis for the FISA warrant against Trump campaign aides Carter Page. The dossier is funded by the Democratic National Committee and Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign through the law firm Perkins Coie. Remember, Mark Elias, who, who's out there, he's part of the McAuliffe campaign. I don't know, Lord knows what he's doing, trying to trying to destroy this election too. Um, but anyway, remember, it was Perkins Coie, the law firm, who also represents the DNC, who paid Fusion GPS, Fusion GPS, opposition research group. Fusion GPS goes out, hires Christopher Steele, and this, the, the, he compiles the dossier, gets a lot of his information from Igor Danchenko. And remember, all this was bar talk, and it was said in just none of it, nothing in the dossier, which was, again, published by BuzzFeed in January of 2017, nothing in it at all was true. Nothing. Remember, even Jim Comey, goes, former FBI director James Comey, goes to Trump Tower, briefs then-President-elect Trump about this dossier, which, again, and even Comey, FBI director, and this all happened, Crossfire Hurricane happens under Jim Comey. He says, well, it's unverified uh, and it's salacious, too. It's unverifiable, he actually called it. Uh, so, according to the indictment in March, May, June, October, and November of 2017, Danchenko made false statements regarding the sources of certain information that he provided to the UK investigative firm that was then included in reports prepared by the UK investigative firm and subsequently passed to the FBI. And folks, again, the FBI ran with the dossier. They did not want Donald Trump to be president. Peter Strzok, FBI agent, oh, I can smell the Trump supporters in Walmart. And then, uh, remember, it was uh, Lisa Page who was his FBI girlfriend. And she says, she says, well, Trump's not going, by the way, August 8th, 2016, I have a timeline of it in front of me, folks. August 8th, 2016, Lisa Page, FBI lawyer, texting her boyfriend, FBI, by the way, I think he was cheating on his wife or something like that. It was an affair going on. Lisa Page texting, texting Stroke, uh, Peter Strzok, quote, Trump's not ever going to become president, right? And Strzok replies, no, no, he's not. We'll stop it. That was on August 8th of 2016. And by the way, how about this, folks? Uh, once Donald Trump became the presumptive nominee, Peter Strzok texted the FBI lawyer, Lisa Page, quote, now the pressure really starts to finish MYE. By the way, that just means mid-year exam uh, in the FBI. And she replies, it sure 
does. I mean, think about that, folks. When, before you go and trust the FBI again, why don't you remember Peter Strzok saying, her saying, or Lisa Page texting Peter Strzok, Trump's not going to become president, is he? And he says, no, no, we'll stop him. Well, today, folks, the subsource of that dossier, which started it all, char uh, uh, charged with five counts of making false statements to the FBI. Uh, Danchenko's arrest is linked to a federal grand jury indictment in the U.S. District Court for the Eastern District of Virginia. Durham is charging Danchenko, a Russian citizen residing in Virginia, five counts of making false statements to the FBI. The charges stemmed from statements Danchenko made relating to the sources he used in providing information to the investigative firm in the UK. Danchenko is scheduled to make his first court appearance before U.S. Magistrate Judge Teresa C. Buchanan Thursday afternoon. So, folks, you know, it's, 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 uh, this, by the way, this dossier fooled the mainstream, well, I don't, do I give them the benefit of the doubt and say that it fooled the pathological, prolific, pathetic liars that they are in the mainstream media? No, I don't think I do. They didn't verify it. They, they, they knew nothing about it. All they did was listen to these anti-Trump FBI lawyers, FBI agents. It goes as far as memory. It goes as far as the seventh floor, which is the leadership and the FBI. Comey knew all about it. Deputy Director Andrew Andrew McCabe knew all about it. What the FBI tried to do was stage a coup. They wanted to ensure that Donald Trump did not become president. No, no, it's not going to happen. We're going to stop it. Well, folks, in the end, they didn't stop it. And these people all need to be held accountable. So, folks, as far as I'm concerned, this is very good news. Not only for, for, for Trump and for the people that didn't believe the Russia gate, but no, for the whole entire country. And, and as far as Joe Unity, you know, being president here, we don't get a whole lot of good news in this country anymore, folks. I mean, these midterms cannot come soon enough but no no please by all means democrats listen to aoc the problem is you people aren't progressive enough so double down go be more progressive see how that turns out for you in next year's midterms 1000 folks 172 days left to go in the biden regime